Introducing the first Sabres money and power list, the most influential and important individuals to the Buffalo Sabres success for the year 2022 and beyond. I've got 30 individuals that are going to mean a lot to this organization going forward today, 28, 29, and 30. That's ahead here on the Lockdown Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase. Locked on Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of the Locked On Sabres podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered the season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including our YouTube channel. Be sure to like and subscribe us there. Joe DiBiase on today's show. Very uh, football-heavy portion of the year. I'm wearing my Bills polo here. Actually just driving back from training camp uh, in the last couple of minutes. And I'm hopping on. You know, the whole drive home, I'm thinking, all right, what am I going to talk about today on Locked On Sabres? And I've had this idea for a while that, August, perfect month to break it out. The Sabres money and powerless. Now, I am absolutely stealing this idea from the Hockey News, who every year, every single year, annually, they come out with a money and powerless. I think they may have renamed it in the last year to the power and influence list, uh, but I like the I like the ring of money and power. So, I'm introducing to the podcast, to the show, the Sabres money and powerless, the top thirty individuals that have the most influence and importance to the success of the Buffalo Sabres. And this is always a fun list to see it come out with uh, the hockey news. They consider individuals from 14 different categories, NHL executives, NHL operations, owners, NHL PA personnel, players and former players, non-NHL executives. So like they have the EA uh, electronic arts uh, for NHL, the video game, they have their president on this list, uh, agents, GMs, uh, media, hockey and in- industry executives, women's hockey trainers. Uh, I kind of went for a more of a narrow approach for the Sabres because I, I want to keep it to the definition of individuals with the most influence and importance to the success of the team. So a little bit of a variation because in hockey news, you know, they have guys like who they have, uh, Emily Kaplan from ESPN on the list. And like, I could put Rick Jenneret on the list, but does he mean anything to the importance and the success of the team? He means a lot to the organization. And I guess I could have included that overall, but I like the idea of who means the most, who means the most to getting this thing back on track and getting it on the rails. That's kind of the gist and the, the overall synopsis of what I'm going for here. So I've got 30 names. I did the top 30. It was getting a little bit thin once I got around 30. So I'm like, all right, I think we're good with a rice round number of 30. Hockey News does 100. Was never getting to 100, uh, I don't think, with uh, with the Sabres. So three guys per show. Today we're going to start with 28, 29, and 30, and we'll build our way up to the top 10, the top 5, and, of course, who's at 1, 2, and 3 in this list. 
we've got the World Juniors a little bit later in the month, so we do plan on covering that in full. Um, we'll have a couple of different Saber prospects that are going on, so stay tuned in the coming weeks for more on uh, the World Juniors and uh, some Sabres prospects that may or may not be taking part. By the way, at Sneaky Joe Sports to follow me on Twitter. My co-host Jordan Hanskin at JR Hanskin. All right. Starting at the bottom, number 30, the 30th individual with the most influence and importance to the Sabres is Eric Portillo, goalie prospect at the University of Michigan. Will he stay or will he go? He decides, Eric Portillo, he decides whether the Sabres will have three lottery tickets or four lottery tickets at a position where they really need to win the lottery. They got a hit on one of these guys. And right now, there's an Eric Comrie uh, that could become something in that. Craig Anderson is old and 41 years old. So there is maybe an option and an answer in Comrie at the NHL level. But I think in all likelihood, the Sabres franchise netminder will come from the pipeline. It will be someone that is not presently projected to be in the NHL this season. And Portillo is one of those individuals. I am not holding my breath thinking that he is going to sign with the Sabres. If I had to guess right now, I would believe that he is not going to sign with the Buffalo Sabres and he will test free agency next year, given the amount of goalie prospects that are in the pipeline and and also that the Sabres drafted to Pius Leninen a goalie in the second round. They picked the first goaltender in the 2022 NHL draft. That could be a sign. The Sabres also expect Eric Portillo to leave for free agency next summer. Great development track, right? A great development track. Um, He might rank third in the organization behind Devin Levi and Uka Pekalukinen for goalie prospects, but he's had a very good development since being drafted in the third round by the Sabres in 2019. Last year, his first full season as a starter at the University of Michigan, he was awesome. He had a record of 31-10-1. More importantly, he was a big reason for many of those wins. He had a 926 save percentage, three shutouts, a 214 goals against average. The year before, in a much more limited sample size, as Michigan's backup in seven games, he had a 935 save percentage. So, Two good years of development. This last year, the most important for Portillo. If he were to stay, he's one of those guys that could become the Sabres franchise goaltender. But the reason why he has influence and importance right now is his future is up in the air. Those other guys, it's not Portillo. It is. He comes into our list at number 30. When we come back, we'll get to number 29 and number 28 in our countdown of the Sabres money and power list for 2022. That's coming up here on the Lockdown Sabres podcast. We're brought to you by betonline.net, fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs, find your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, lots of trades happening with the trade deadline, so there'll be a lot of odd movement there. NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, including UFC, golf, they got everything. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They've got you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline, where the game starts. 
Jody Biasi back here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Sabres Money and Powerless 2022. Number 30 on our list is Eric Portillo, goalie prospect, who is going to be playing again this year at the University of Michigan, assuming he does not sign with the Sabres, which nobody is sounding like that's going to happen, including the Sabres GM who said he's going back. Number 29, the individuals with the most influence and importance to the success of the Buffalo Sabres. Number 29, Seth Appert, the head coach of the Rochester Americans. His job, the number one priority for Seth Appert should always be develop star prospects to get them to the next level. Like Jack Quinn, J.J. Paterka, who both spent last year in Rochester, Quinn's second year in Rochester. And now Quinn looks ready to make the jump for sure to the NHL level. And Paterka likely as well looks ready to make the jump to the NHL level. Appert's job will become even more important and more challenging in the next couple of years because of the sheer amount of prospects, the volume of prospects that Kevin Adams and the Sabres have, are bringing into the organization. For example, 2020, the, for the last draft that Adams took part in but was built by the previous re- regime – Jason Bottrell made tons of trades that shaped what the 2020 draft class, at least the draft capital, was going to look like. And how many picks did the Sabres have? Five. That's it. Five first-round picks. Five picks, excuse me, in general. Jack Quinn, J.J. Paterka, Matteo Costantini, a fifth-round pick, and then two seventh-round picks. That's it. There's not a lot of for Apper to develop. He did a good job, seemingly, with Quinn and Paterka, but there wasn't much more volume. But the last two draft classes prospects are going to arrive on the shores of Lake Ontario for Rochester. Like you've never seen 11 picks last year, 11 picks this year, 22 prospects that are now in the organization. And no, not all of them will go to Rochester, but a lot of them will go to Rochester. The pipeline is about to, is about to, it's getting, what do I want here is an analogy. It's getting clogged and it's about to shoot out to Rochester. I don't know what I want here, but you know what I mean? All of these prospects are about to flow through Rochester and Seth Appert at the helm. And look who are the guys that are coming even this year at uh, Kisikoff, um, Alex Kisikoff, who played last year in Russia, signed an entry level deal. Isaac Rosine, who may play in Rochester this year. He did sign his entry level. I think, I think that's where he'll play, but it's not known yet. Josh Bloom, Ukapekalukinen, eventually Yuri Kulich, Renoa Oslin, Topias Leninen. Um, how about from last year? The third round pick from Russia, Steven Sard- Sardarian, uh, Pok- uh, Prokhor Poltapov. There are a lot of prospects that are going to come through Rochester, and it will be Seth Appert's job to take them, groom them, and push them from Rochester to the NHL level, get them ready to help the Buffalo Sabres uh, so they could get back on track the same way they did. 15 years ago when all they had Pominville and Roy and Miller and Vanek and all these guys coming from Rochester, Appert needs to recreate that. And he's maybe already on his way. Uh, t- as you can tell from how well it's gone with Quinn and Paterka down there so far. So Seth Appert comes in at number 29 on our Sabres money and power list. When we come back, we will get to number 28 on our Sabres money and power list. When we come back here on the locked on Sabres podcast, with Joe DiBiase. 
Welcome back. Locked on Sabres podcast. Joe DiBiase at Sneaky Joe Sports on Twitter. Be sure to like and subscribe us on YouTube. Our Sabres money and power list. Number 30, Eric Portillo. Number 29, Seth Appert. And number 28 on our list, Rasmus Asplund. Rasmus Asplund. Love this player. I think he is a tremendous bottom six player. He needs to be a staple of the Sabres bottom six for years to come. He does have some control over his next contract and over his future. He is a restricted free agent in one year. Whether the Sabres recognize players with value like Asplund will really be telling as to whether or not they're on the right track or not, whether or not they're really listening to the analytics guys in their department. If they prioritize signing Asplund and keeping him around and giving him a valuable role on the ice, then I think you know this team is on the right track. If they can see him not get caught up in the the surface stats and know that he is a player of value. He's just he's just a darn good player. I Rasmus Asplund is just a damn good player. He is very mu- very much the new Johan Larson for the defensive-minded role and controlling play and possession and whatnot, and he can chip the puck in in the back of the net. He was much better at that when Granado first showed up as opposed to last season. Last season, only okay. Nothing's crazy special. Um, but we are talking about a guy that can put the puck in the back of the net as well. Rasmus Asplund, he is a player that I think needs to stick around. I like him a lot. Eight goals, 27 points, by the way, last season, so... 30-plus points, if it can get him into the 30-point range, then I think a lot of fans will be really happy. And I think the Sabres should already be happy with the job he has done. So he is the first player that is on the team that we are going to get to on this list. And there won't be, you know, a ton of those. There will be some. Uh, we got 27 names to go, but a lot of coaches and executives, the owners will be on this list, of course, at some point. Um, but so far, our Sabres money and power list, this is just according to me, by the way, Um, So if you have another name that at the end of this you think should be on the list or you think someone I put on the list shouldn't be on the list or should be higher or lower, feel free to give me a shout at Sneaky Joe Sports on Twitter or at the Locked on Sabres account at Locked on Sabres. We also do go through the YouTube comments. So if you're looking to uh, get a question through there, then you can. In fact, I meant to check before the show started. Do we have – I think we had a couple of comments that were – we're supposed to read on the show here. Let me just get it real quick. Yes, it was underneath uh, the last episode I did, if you missed it, on whether or not the Sabres should get in on John Klingberg. And they did not, by the way, because uh, Klingberg is signing with the Anaheim Ducks in a one-year $7 million deal. Now, Chris replied with, and he was right, I don't think the Sabres should want Klingberg. They've got their three pairings, and I think I've got the minutes figured out. First pair, Chris has. Samuelson and Dahlin, 22 to 24 minutes. Second pair, Power and Yoki Haru, 20 minutes. Third pair, Bryson and Labushkin, 16 to 18 minutes. I think that's a pretty good split. Uh, so I thought Chris really nailed it. That did end up com- that did not end up coming to fruition. Klingberg does sign uh, with the Anaheim Ducks, so we do have a resolution on that front. All right, so that's the first three names on our Sabres money and power list. Portillo, Appert, and Asplund. We'll do 27, 26, and 25 on our next show. 
Uh, if you've got suggestions on where guys should be and who you think should be number one, uh, we'd love to hear it uh, again at Sneaky Joe Sports. So we'll talk to you next time here in the Lockdown Sabres podcast. Enjoy your Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever you may be listening. And um, we'll talk to you next time here in the Lockdown Sabres podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Now gonna make your second listen, Lockdown NHL. Lockdown experts giving you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Locked on NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast.